0: John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central.
1: You know, it's a damn shame that crime has gotten so bad in this country that a pastor, Can't even live stream his Sunday sermon while wearing a million dollars worth of jewelry in the middle of Canarsie, Brooklyn, in front of a poor, starving congregation, (laughs) week after week, without worrying about being robbed. You know what they say? The Lord giveth and niggas taketh away. (laughs) I go by the name of Charlemagne the God, and it's been a hell of a week. Queen Nala, let's get it.
2: Known for you, being honest
1: All right, welcome to hell of a week. Uh, we got a new show title, but I'm keeping that same calling out the bullshit so you don't step in it energy. Okay? Uh, I'm honored to be joined tonight by one of the greatest panels in late night. Uh, Of course I'm going to say that, because it's my panel. Uh, He's a writer, columnist, and podcaster, which I'm told is no longer a job you have to be embarrassed about. It's the host of the Conversation with Coleman podcast. Make some noise for Coleman Hughes, y'all. How you feel, Coleman? You good? Good. Right. Uh, she's led so many Democratic candidates to the primary playoffs that she should get a 30 for 30. Please welcome political strategist and New York Times best-selling author of Any Given Tuesday, Liz Smith. Make some noise for Liz Smith, y'all. How are you, Liz?
3: I'm feeling good, feeling okay. good.
1: Okay, And last, but certainly not least, uh, his new stand-up special, Infamous, made so much money that the only recession he knows is the name of the scripper he made it rain on at his bachelor hey. party. Please welcome my friend, uh, host of the flagrant two podcast and brilliant idiots, comedian, Andrew Schultz. Heavy, how you feel? I'm good, man, I'm good. I don't don't even know where to begin, man. It's been a hell of a week, man. The Biden administration has offered to trade a Russian arms dealer named the Merchant of Death in exchange for WNBA star Brittany Griner. That would be historic because it would be the first WNBA trade any of y'all ever cared about, (laughs) right? That's good. Well let's talk about the real story yeah, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Topic one. Now, I was watching the View the other day, and uh Morris Chestnut was on there making some really good points.
4: Let's watch.
0: Mm.
4: Wow. I I he, agree. I he's agree. Handsome. Morris Chestnut, right? Morris Chestnut is one of the better looking men I've ever seen in my life. I agree. <laughs> I agree on that,
1: and I agree with Morris wow. Chestnut that Liz Cheney is not a hero. Okay, with that said, I want to ask my panel, what is she? Look.
4: None of us pay a price for criticizing Trump, for criticizing the big lie. We don't lose friends. We don't lose job opportunities. She lost all of that, and she's probably going to lose her job. And that's the definition of courage, is to do the right thing when it doesn't benefit you, when it hurts you. So she's principled. Wow.
0: Okay.
4: I disagree. with Liz?
3: Yeah, I- I'm, I'm, I'm going to say... I'm not going to say she's a hero. Okay. But I'm going to say she is an ally when we need one most. This is about the future of our democracy. This is about a president who uh, tried to steal an election, incited a violent insurrection, Mm -hmm. and 99% of the Republican Party is too cowardly, to your point, to um, stand up to him, because they know there's a political price. And at least she's doing that. So I will accept her as an ally at the moment. I, I don't think you can
1: okay. say somebody's trying to pres- uh, preserve democracy if they voted against voting rights, though. Like, she voted against the John Lewis Voting Rights Act after January 6th. Look, but she I- could have had a lot of reasons for doing that.
4: Like, say you believe... Yeah, in... she don't want black people to vote. <laughs> so... Um, look, I, when me and my friends went down uh, to the Capitol on January 6th... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, we were trying to uphold democracy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, we... we, In a strange way. In a strange way. In a strange way, yeah. You know, we did our best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And then now you have Liz Cheney, who looks like the old man from Up, yapping <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. non-stop about yeah. what we did, calling us traitors. Taking We're credit tra- for y'all work. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. When she really wanted to be out there with y'all. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. With
1: the Viking hat on. That's right, that's right.
4: Yeah, so.
1: She's not a hero, okay? If you don't want black people to vote, you could never be a hero. Also, she did not vote on abortion legislation and praised the Supreme Court for striking down Roe v. Wade. What do you say about that, Liz? Mm. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's move on to topic two, all right? Now, after 60 years of imminent warnings, the environment has become about as toxic as future's music. Mm. All right? But a growing number of environmentalists want to look to save the US by encouraging us to eat bugs. All right, Even celebs like Lupita Nyong'o, Angelina Jolie, and Nicole Kidman are swapping out their morning cereal for cinnamon toast crickets. If this was finally going to make us get serious about climate change, like we're OK with California burning down, but a, a number one from cockroach filet is a bridge too far? <laughs> huh? I,
4: I, I eat ass, bro. <laughs> I'm not worried about cockroaches. I'm not worried yeah. about crickets. I'm not worried about nothing. I eat ass whole. We bro. gonna do what we gotta do to survive. Exactly. Nah, I do it for fun. I'm not even surviving. Yeah. I have dinner and then I eat it for dessert. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not worried about cockroaches, I get bro. It. Liz, I- what say you?
3: Look, as a Democrat, this issue frustrates me because I do Mm -hmm. not think we effectively communicate about it. And because I love my fellow American people, but we all have to admit we are a selfish people. The only thing they care about is the here and now, what's right in front of them. So how do we communicate about climate change to um, make it matter for them? Well, we talk about Hurricane Sandy, how it destroyed their homes, and now their uh, flood insurance is $2,000 a month. That was because of climate change.
1: Liz, do you want to eat okay. bugs or not?
3: No, and you know why? Why not? You know why? Because, why not? Because I'm doing one better okay. for, the, for the planet. I'm a vegetarian, okay. and that's the best thing you can do
0: for the planet. Soats, so, would you hold on, eat hold the, the bugs? bugs? Hold, so, no, so, no, no, wait, so, so, I'm going to
4: eat the bugs. You're going to eat the bugs? I just want to say something. Okay. You're eating the bugs' food. That is true. Bugs eat plants, right? Uh-huh. So you're not doing any better. You want a spoon? <laughs> I'm no, saving me You, you want a raw oh, doggy with the fingers? Absolutely,
1: bro. OK, We're Liz, cricket. come on, Liz. You're on the left. I come on.
3: I, I, I'm not doing
1: that. <laughs> Coleman, I'm not doing come on. that.
3: I'm a vegetarian.
1: What you mean? They're plant-based.
3: I know, she no. She especially
1: the a vegetarian. They're plant-based. They're delicious. Come
4: on, Coleman. I'm delicious. Come on, Coleman. That's actually not that bad. Mine? Come on, Coleman. Oh. Did you eat one? Not anyone. Oh, it's kind of good. Where, where did you out. Where did you get these, though? Huh? Where did you Don't hum me. <laughs> I just ate mosquitoes, bro. Where did you get the goddamn insects? Don't hum me. <laughs> I don't know where they came from. So. <laughs> I don't know where you buy bugs it's, in this city. There's some, like I mean, there's a lot. There. <sighs> there's
3: a lot of. There's listen, a lot the one of I ate was there. not that
4: bad. I will listen, be honest. Listen, here's the thing. There uh, are countries that eat these all the time. This is, like is part true. of the diet. It's true. a normal thing. That's true. They they come here so they can stop eating bugs. No, they come here and they clearly start selling them. And maybe we're being bigots.
1: I know this, one thing's for sure and two things for certain, Biden, Pelosi, and Trump won't have to worry about eating bugs because by the time this actually becomes a thing, bugs will be eating them, all right? (laughs) (sighs) Oh, topic three.
4: Wait, you're saying they'll be dead? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. By you. <laughs> okay. Uh, world-renowned amateur
1: gynecologist Nick Cannon said this, <laughs> said this. on the Lip Service podcast. I have to start with the the, the woman on the panel, uh, Liz. Should we take Nick's word on this?
3: Um, my word on it. and My advice to him is that he probably needs to shut the fuck up.
4: Let's go, Liz. All right.
3: And. And the other thing I'd like to say to the women of America maybe stop letting him impregnate you. Oh.
1: <laughs> Wiley, 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 Wiley. 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 <laughs> my daddy used to say if it smells like cologne, leave it alone. If it smells like fish, eat all you wish. Ooh. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. At all. Uh, my panel is sticking around. Up next, we're talking about homophobic hypocrites, and later in the show, Tenan Thompson will be joining me more hell of a week in just a
2: minute.
1: Hell of a week. I go by the name of Charlemagne the God. We've got Coleman Hughes, Liz Smith, and Andrew Schultz here. And you know it wouldn't be a late-night talk show without a game. We name this one after what Chloe Kardashian says every time Tristan comes home, fuck him off and give him. <laughs> fuck him off or give him. On July 19th. A Republican from Pennsylvania, Glenn Thompson, voted against gay marriage alongside 156 of his Republican peers. But unlike them, three days later, Thompson went to his gay son's gay wedding to another gay man. Mm. Maybe this was his final attempt to stop the wedding, but alas, he ended up doing the cha-cha slide like everybody else. So I have a simple question. Is Thompson a hypocrite or is he able to vote as he pleases? We're going to start with you. Coleman, what do you say? Fuck him or forgive him? Fuck him.
4: He's a hypocrite. Can you imagine... Can you imagine voting against protections for interracial marriage than going to your son's inter, interracial wedding three days later? Like, well, how, well, how are you going to look at the wife or the husband in this case? It's, it's, it's hypocritical. Okay.
3: Liz, uh, fuck him or forgive him. Fuck him. Oh. Fuck him hard. Oh,
4: yeah. Oh.
3: Um, total fucking hypocrite. It's, it's it's like good rights fuck. for me. Yeah, it was a good fuck. Yeah, yeah, a good a good fuck? fuck. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
4: Thank you, thank you.
3: You're a good fuck. Um, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> whoa.
4: Reel it in, buddy.
3: Reel it in. <laughs> it's like rights for me, but not for thee. Mm. And he's taking them away from, he wants to take them away from thousands of people in Pennsylvania right, right. while he is sipping that champagne, eating those, you know, the, I'm a vegetarian, those hot dogs in the bun, what do you call them? Pigs and buns.
4: Oh, the glizzy. <laughs>
3: Pigs in a blanket, and, like, looking at, at what people glizzes. have bought on his son's, like, Target's Target gift list. Yeah. Yeah. So, fuck him. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. They all called glizzies, though, Liz. Whenever you reference a hot hey. dog,
4: it's called hot a Hot dog is a glizzy. I, I'm a
3: vegetarian, so, you know. But yeah. before you
4: were a vegetarian, you were a glizzy gladiator. <laughs> That's right, glizzy gobbler. <laughs> so
1: it's your turn. <laughs> Fuck him! <laughs> oh, forgive him,
4: so What are we doing for a living, bro? <laughs> uh, uh, wait, uh, forgive him. Okay. Okay. Uh, Reason. Listen, his son is gonna get divorced in five years and go to his dad like you tried to help.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> okay. You did everything you could. You tried to legally stop my wedding from happening. You went above and beyond, I didn't listen to you. Now I'm worth half. Work, work, work. He did everything in his power. Okay, so, okay. So yeah, I think you forgive him. So so you got... did the right thing for your son. You're trying to protect your son. So we got two fucks in the forgive from the panel. Yeah. Uh, if... Also, also, the dad is probably raising this kid his whole life going, thank God I don't have to pay for his wedding because he's a guy and the woman's family pays for the wedding. Uh, then he goes, How yeah. does that work? Well, if you're the bottom, Cough it up. Oh,
3: my God, my God.
4: <laughs> That's the rule,
1: guys. I am
3: not touching this with a 10-foot pole.
1: <laughs> Since this is the only democracy on late night, okay, I'm gonna ask the audience, all right? But all of y'all can't yell out, fuck, on TV. So if you vote, fuck make some noise right now. <laughs> if you vote, forgive him, make some noise right now. The, mar- oh, the married people. Wow, the oh, mar- wow, The married wow. people, wow. Charlotte. Well, the crowd has spoken. We say, fuck him, okay? <laughs> Which is actually one of the most progressive things a straight man can advocate for on TV. I am an ally. Let's fuck him. (laughs) We got to take a break. uh, But before we go, I want to thank my panelists, Coleman Hughes, Liz Smith, and Andrew
0: Schultz.
1: Hey! Kenan Thompson is joining me when we come back. More hell of a week in just a minute. Hell of a week. Now, my next guest is an Emmy Award winner for his work on Saturday Night Live and the longest-tenured cast member in the show's history. Please welcome Kenan Thompson. Hello,
2: hello. Hello, hello. My brother, brother, Kenan. Good brother, good brother. How are you, man? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good.
1: I'm not not gonna lie, I was a little concerned about you, brother. Oh, yeah? Because I recently saw you uh, on Mike Tyson's podcast, man.
2: I was worried about myself. You were? (laughs) Let's check it out. Yes. Now, did you did you fear for your life in that moment? Well, I mean, nobody wants to upset Mike Tyson. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we all played Punch Out as kids. Not, <laughs> yeah, it's not how you want to start the day. But I, I know him, you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. that's my brother, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's, it, it was more like an older brother trying to make his point, you know yeah. what I'm saying, like, to his little brothers. Like, But it was shocking for me to hear that from him, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And, like, I, I don't know. I, lately, I've just been on that continual, like, We need to talk more about the uses of that word. Like,
1: I believe I understand what you were trying to say. That's why I'm intentional about saying peace, king, peace, queen, you know what I mean? Yeah, my brother. Bring bring the brotherhood back.
2: That's
1: right. Expound on it, though. Why do you think that word is such a low vibrational word?
2: It allows for the disrespect of our culture to the point where it's detrimental, to the Mm -hmm. point where you're getting looked at as either a threat or less than, or someone to be not, you know, treated as, you know, someone who is feared when you're getting pulled over by the police or whatever and all these reactions with, like, life and death situations. I don't know, I I can't continue to just see people grabbing their phones when these things go down and nothing happens, but we just want to continue to just be lazy about the conversation of it all. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, like, I'm telling everybody to stop right now. Don't ever say that word again. I use it, you know, when I'm being casual and I'm around, you know, friendly ears or whatever. but. It reflects upon the innocent, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I mean it's a struggle not to use it, man, because sometimes there's no other word to describe these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> it I is a low thought... vibration of word. It's too much blood attached yeah. to that word for it to ever be a real term of endearment. You know what I mean? A-, a
2: thousand percent. And I don't think anybody that's, you know, already on the outside of treating people, you know, in our culture with respect or whatever are just gonna, you know, switch up because yeah. they're gonna like Oh, well, now I use that word in a different kind of way. I don't see that, like, ever nah, really happening. I agree. So.
1: Now, uh, Chris Rock, you know, he was on with uh, my man Kevin Hart on Heart to Heart, and uh, he-, he told Kevin Hart that after SNL for a minute, black audiences were a little distant from him, and he used the term white famous. Another former SNL cast member had to show white famous, my man Jake mm-hmm. Farrell. Because you have been on SNL for so long, have you ever felt that way? <laughs>
2: I actually do. I mean, I, I think I'm a bit of a conundrum because I had been working before I got there, so I still have a lot of, you know, inward word love from <laughs> my Nickelodeon days and stuff like that, you know well, what I'm saying? And, like, I just, I already had a lot of love coming into SNL as far as, like, the hood is concerned, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or the real people, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I raised all y'all, you know what I mean? And, like... Yeah. So like. I mean, it's true. but We're not gonna at- act like Good Burger wasn't big enough. <laughs> yeah. All right? At the same time, I do run into people on the street that'll be like, yo, where you been at? And I'm like, I'm on TV, like, <laughs> every week. And it's like, nah, I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about the movies and you know, this and that and the like, They know. still
1: talk a little bit more about SNL. I know uh, they're celebrating their 50th anniversary in three seasons.
2: Yeah, crazy. And,
1: and the rumor is the show is ending at its 50th season because uh, Mr. Lorne Michaels doesn't, want to do it after age 80, is
2: that true? Is that the rumor? That is the rumor. Okay. Uh, that's what The Streets is saying. All right, well, I need to start planning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you already are, come on, stop. That's gonna uh, cause some come changes. Come on. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, it, there, there could be a lot of validity to that rumor because 50 is a good number to stop at, you know what I'm saying, that's yeah. an incredible package. You know, he's the one that's had his touch on the whole thing, so if somebody tries to come into his shoes, You know, it's a good opportunity for NBC to save money as well, you know what I'm saying, so maybe they might slash the budget, and then at that point, you can't really do the same kind of show. So that's... So
1: you're saying the show could not go on without Lorne Michaels, is what you're saying?
2: I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it opens opportunity for a lot of bullshit to come into the game, because he's such a legend that he keeps off those, like, corporate wolves, if you will. Not to call them wolves, but it's business, you know what I'm saying? They're
1: wolves and vultures. They
2: spend a lot of money on that show every week. It's an expensive show, but... It's a one-of-a-kind thing. It's the only one, you know what I mean? And, you know, live from New York, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Are, are, you, are you planning for the future? Because you do have your production company. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, did yeah. You, we, did we, you, we work it. We got we projects yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. But, but did you do that because you know SNL is done in a few years?
2: No, no. I did that just because it's one of my aspirations, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to become a producer and, and put people to work, so... We, we getting real busy with that, with our, you know, artist for artist company. and
1: Yeah, you know, I'm a big advocate of, for mental health, man. And I, I love the new show you're doing based on an Instagram feed. My therapist said Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Lola,
2: man, that's right. what's up. Yeah. What, what about that project appeal to you? like Yeah, mental health is, you know, hypercritical, especially these days. I mean, we witness it almost on a weekly, you know, if not every other day kind of basis when something horrific happens or whatever. Yeah, you know, I'm a big advocate of you know, speaking on that. I know you do, too. So, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah you know. What do you
1: do to, you know, reduce your anxiety? There was a strange smell coming from the back of the
2: what st- is studio. It? What was it? A little loud smell. It's smelling loud? A little um, loud. I don't know. I took a walk. I, I, don't, I, okay. know, I don't know what. Right. I, it's nice out. It's warm outside. You yes, know, yes, yes. It's Times Square. So yes. I don't know where
1: that smell was. Coming. He took that walk that all cousins take at Thanksgiving mm-hmm. right before dinner. Now, so. Yeah, that,
2: that uncle walk. That uncle walk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, Kenan, thanks for pulling up, man. man, I appreciate you, man. man, Uh, More Hell of a Week when we come back. I'm coming back. Well, uh, I think we covered all the bases tonight, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. We went everywhere from the ballot box to smelly box because apparently both climate change and bad vaginal hygiene have reached epidemic levels. I cannot, in my right mind, though, call Liz Cheney a hero for her efforts to prosecute Trump for the January 6th insurrection. If you're awoke on January 6th but dead sleep on voting rights, you can't be a hero for our democracy, Now, if Liz is a hero, then I identify as a 6'6 power forward with dredge that has a 9-9 rating on NBA 2K. Okay? And who knew that we'd be seriously discussing the prospect of eating bugs for our survival? Oof. Well, at least we know that Nick Cannon will survive the bug apocalypse because he's used to eating things that gross him out. I'll be back next Thursday, maybe, with all new guests and another episode of Hell of a Week. I go by the name of Charlemagne the God. Hey. So be sure to listen to hell of a week with charlemagne the god
0: wherever you get your podcast this has been a comedy central podcast john stewart is back at the daily show which means he's also back in our ears on the daily show ears edition podcast listen to the daily show ears edition on the iheart radio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts